This is exactly right. Georgia. Hey. Hard start. Karen Kilgara. <laughs> just go to sleep. Let's get comfy. Let's just relax into what we're about to do, which is our new podcast, My Favorite Murder. Let's get cozy and comfy and okay. cuddle up and yeah. talk about murder. Talk about the thing that makes you feel most romantic. Murder. We got a fire lit. We're having some hot cocoa. <laughs> I'm swirling a brandy around. Yeah. Over my head. Uh... No, I love this topic. I do too. And that's why we're friends. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about this for a long time, about mm -hmm. true crime and what our favorite ones are. Because that sounds creepy, but... That's who we are. That's fine. I feel like we were at a party and something uh, along this topic came up and that's how you and I were both like, <gasps> like yes. shoulder grab moment. I remember which one it was. What was it? It was the staircase. Yes. Everyone's favorite, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. And... Because we were at a party and a girl we were there with, Erin Dewey Lennox, she has a photo from prom of herself on that staircase. No. You're shaking your head now. No, I'm just freaking out. Oh. I didn't see that. Oh, you didn't? Did I? I thought Are you, you talking did. about Matt's Halloween party yeah. last year? Yeah. I didn't see that. Oh, my God. So she was friends with that family in high school. Holy. And so, she, like, before it <laughs> happened, there was prom. She went to prom with this the daughter, her friend photo of them in their prom dresses on the staircase oh my god the staircase of the staircase story unbelievable i know what does she think what's her opinion i, I think she thinks a bird did it which i think is the stupidest thing i've ever the heard. owl theory yeah no right that is made up as hell everyone watch the staircase and then laugh along with us at the owl story you know what's funny is i just recommended my my sister's best friend, Adrian, who's basically like my other sister right. I grew up with. She was, she, I told her we were going to do this. Mm -hmm. And the second I said it, and I did not know this about her. I've known her since I was 12. Oh my God, I love it. Uh, she goes, oh, well, Night Soccer. It has to be Night Soccer first and foremost. And I was like, wait, I didn't realize you had an opinion about this. She's like, oh my God, I love serial killers. And I was yeah. like, what? Like, she was always the prissy girl. Yeah. And like the, or I mean, not prissy, but just, I, in no, I just thought it was so weird and perverted all right. my life for loving this topic so much. And you can't so tell anyone because they're going to think you're psychotic or yes. like, um, like into murder, which you're not. You're just like fascinated. By the idea, the whole concept. Right. So that was awesome. And then I said, you have to watch this series. You'll freak out. Yeah. And she's been texting me updates <gasps> as she's watching it. Like, can't believe it. Just all emojis. It. So basically, yeah, go watch it. But this, this chick's husband fucking killed her because she found out that he was having... Like a child molester or something, right? No, no, no. He was having a fair... He was, like, paying for male prostitutes. Right, right, right. right. Uh, yeah. And she found out, like, right before he murdered her. I mean, that... The owl playing into that, right. make, it makes it seem more unlikely when you know about the male prostitutes. <laughs> it does... It throws <laughs> a... What do you call a wrench in the works a little bit for it throws the owl. an owl. It throws a male <laughs> prostitute into the thing. It throws a live owl into the works. It's so crazy. But but I understand there you know, there's people making the argument that like he got railroaded because of the male prostitute thing. Right. And and painted a picture uh, of him that wasn't real or whatever, but 
I, that's still bullshit. Because you can yeah. still kill your wife and be railroaded and ba- totally. have Southern people be biased against you because you're secretly... Southern people? Aren't they tolerant? Of- the Southern. And I'll be intolerant by saying all Southern people are intolerant. <laughs> but it's absolutely true across the board. There you go. That's what we're ab- about. Big, <laughs> big facts and truths. Yeah. So stop listening now if you can't handle the, the truth and facts. Or spoilers like the guy killed his wife like, on the stairs. Like a dude, like it's not a mystery. I don't think a I don't think a spoiler is ever the guy killed his wife because that's like yeah the kind guy killed his wife yeah. yeah. It's like you... a spoiler is that an owl did it. That's exactly right. Good point. So we're gonna. So this is are we? We're calling this my favorite murder. I thought you were gonna say are we recording this? <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to start? Wait, with the, is this what we're? Should we start? <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite murder, and it's gonna be real fucked up. And Dustin brought up a great point that we might be inviting a murderer into our lives by doing this. I mean, but here's the thing, and this is why I'm so fascinated by this topic in yeah. general. We might already know a murderer. Oh my god! Like probably, probably, and in that way, we're there just in a very cat-like, removed Dexter way. Just observing yeah. all this with a kind of oh, they think they're Isn't they think cute? they're smart. Yeah, Isn't how that sweet cute and quaint. Yeah. I mean, so I guess the disclaimer is please don't kill us because we can't do this podcast anymore. If you, kill I mean, us. and another part of that disclaimer could be partly like we kind of are fans, not of murdering people. <laughs> like we're your friends. We're we. What it is is I I think what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. I wish you'd stop it. Yeah. But you probably and do too. You do too. We know we've seen the specials yeah. where you talk about wanting to stop and not being able to stop. Definitely. But at the same time, like the level of planning. I mean, I got here 15 minutes late, and this is <laughs> something I want to do. Like they're they're to, their shit is together. Those serial killers. The the thought of like for me, it's like you got away with it. First, like the thought of getting away with something like that is insane and the fact that like the rest of your life are you you're either worrying constantly that you're going to get caught or you're a sociopath and you just don't worry about that shit yeah which wouldn't that be great oh my god it would be so great i mean right now i i'm pretty sure i have two unpaid parking tickets so i live in constant will i get the third and a boot in front of people i know it's constant and it's tearing me apart yeah wouldn't and it be great that the only thing you have to worry about is getting caught for murder? For m- murdering many people that part their hair down the middle. Or whatever your preference is. Ted Bundy. <laughs> Am I right, girl? Did I just spoil your favorite murder? <laughs> Don't tell me. No, no, no. So, like, no, what you did was pick up on the uh, reference I was dropping <laughs> oh, I like this. an expert. Oh, I fucking got this. This is why we're friends. is because we love murder. <laughs> murder and the one time I uh, was stoned at a party and decided to tell people one of the worst things I've ever seen. I made people blanch and walk away from our from our circle. And Georgia moved closer with the wide eyes she has right now, what? going, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" It's when I st- I don't know why I did it. I do this is part oh my god, of my tell problem. me I love it. This it was when I think it was at that same party. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me what had been going on lately, and it was right after I got back from South by Southwest, uh-huh. or not right after. For some reason, the South by Southwest the car accident came up and oh. my big brag, which never pans out as a brag. <laughs> I always think it is like well, how fascinating about me and no one ever agrees yeah. is that I was there when it happened and I didn't see it. My back was to it. I heard it. Tell everyone what it was. Oh, sorry. Um, in At South by Southwest two years ago, a guy was in a police chase and he turned up a street that was cordoned off. Um, for people to mill about because it was a festival. And so all the people standing in the street in front of the theater where X was playing got plowed down. Old punk rockers. Yeah. 
And I had been standing last That's in line insane. to get in. So I would have been the first person hit, but I decided to walk away. Fuck. Good for and, you for being like, fuck this shit. I'm over it. Yeah. Cause you know me and lines and waiting oh, yeah, and how I don't go anywhere or do anything. So I walked away to see my friend at the front, like, Hey, let's just stand out here and yeah. listen to the music. The car comes, <gasps> people fly like cardboard boxes. I tell this story in groups of people and people are literally like bumming out hard. And I had just read about it that afternoon and I was like, oh, tell me everything. Because <laughs> that's my like, I, <laughs> car accidents are another thing. I've had two ex-boyfriends and my and one best friend die in car accidents. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Two ex-boyfriends. They were ex-boyfriends at the time, but they were important ones, you know, yeah. from like high school. Oh. Died in car accidents. One, my best friend from high school died in a car accident. Don't drink and drive, you guys. That's horrible. I know. So, like, I'm just fucking want to hear all about it. And I'm also, I'm also big on, like, anything could happen at any moment and you'll never know about it. Like, I don't sit near a window at a restaurant because I'm like, a car is going to come careening through the fucking window and kill me. Sure. So that shit to me is like, tell me everything so I can avoid it. <laughs> yes. That's what, that's what all this is, really. I just want to collect yeah. information and hear theories and stories so that I can be braced so that when right. I see the weird, you know, that the one thing's out of the knife block, totally. I'm ready. To totally. Like, why is there an open soda can yes. right there? I didn't open I didn't, that. Well, I don't drink Pepsi no. Light. No. And also, I feel like a law of physics is that, like, the more you know about something, the less likely it's going to happen to you. Yes. You know what I mean? Sure. Does Absolutely. That That's got no bearing in science. It's not scientific, it's spiritual. Okay. It's more of, um, it's the secret revert in reverse. <laughs> get it away from me. My secret hope is to not get murdered. Yeah. yeah. My secret hope is to murder the woman who wrote the secret. That's a great, that's a great, that's <laughs> not, beautiful. I'm doing it for everybody. Um, so should we, st we want to start with a news story? Yeah. A, a true crime news story? Yeah. What's yours? Mine is, I'm obsessed and... I actually realized I need to stop talking about it because people who don't wouldn't like it uh -huh. are going to hate it the most. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. But and you probably know about it. It's the first thing I wanted to say to you when I walked in here um, on Halloween morning. No. Was it Halloween morning or the day before? I can't remember. Is it the car accident guy? Yes. <gasps> guys. The most fucked up thing. Guys. So it's 7 a.m. It's traffic. It's the five. Do you know if they were going north or south? I think they were going um, north. I was picturing north in my mind. Yeah, because they're going towards the 134 and about to hit Colorado. Oh, yes. Okay. So, okay. so that's So north. this is like 10 minutes from my house, our house right now. Moments away from my house. Yeah. yeah. That's the freeway I'm on all the right. time. So, <laughs> so Friday morning. Guys. On his way to work. Rush hour. Well, nobody really knows because he was 20. Not to say that 20-year-olds can't have jobs, no. but many don't. Yeah. No. Um, he was driving really fast and weaving in and out of traffic, driving on the shoulder. He was a like, dick. He was driving a dick. crazy. Yeah. And then he hit something, flipped his car, mm -hmm. was shot out through the windshield. And here's the craziest part. D wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Well, what a fucking idiot. Yeah, of course. So he was severed in half. He was severed in half. I didn't know that part. Yes. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Like, he was severed in half and the top half of his body uh -huh. landed on the Colorado exit sign yep. off of the what freeway. That, 20 feet up? Oh, I think higher than that. How does that, how he flew and then, and then landed on a fucking sign, like on the platform of the sign. Yes. Like on the tiny walkway yeah. on the sign. So 
Imagine then you're driving to work at the fucking Disney building off Fuck. the 134. You're like, oh, it's Friday. I'm going to be oh like a slutty. Should whatever. I take Kylo Ren? Yeah. <laughs> For Halloween. Slutty Minnie Mouse. Let me slutty Minnie Mouse today. <laughs> and then there's a, the top half of a guy's body hanging off the exit Waze sign. is like, uh, top half of body <laughs> noticed, noted in the freeway ahead of... T- Thanks, Ooh, avoid that. Hey, boop up. Like, let's change routes. <laughs> I can't. I'm so obsessed with it. I had to call my sister, and she already knew it, of course. She does. She's like me. Um, but she didn't know the severed thing either. I and didn't then know we that. thought about whether or not it was the top or bottom half based the, on the accident. Was his body still, bottom half still in the car? How That's many what I imagine. Are just screaming over the top of their lungs right now to like avoid listening to this. Yeah. They're not, they're not going to well, stop listening because, come on. I mean, why would. If you're not into this, yeah. then I, this is a good litmus test for, for what's <laughs> happening. Um, I always, like, have you ever seen a dead body? N- no. I okay. mean, funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Not, not naturally the way I've always dreamed of as a child. <laughs> like finding one? Like in a ravine. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. that girl who, like, I found a body. Yep. Uh, then I'm the one getting hugged by cops, even though I didn't I have nothing to do with it. But suddenly I'm the hero. You get a free uh, marathon. Uh, like, what are those tinfoil blankets that they put over you? After you, run? you get a free one. I wasn't even cold. Yeah. This is the best. Oh, every we're terrible people. This is like, we're just showing our humanity right now. You know, here's the thing. It's probably anxiety. Oh, it's definitely anxiety. It's, uh, I don't know, but also it's. Because I was raised very strictly Catholic where you weren't supposed to talk about stuff like this. Uh-huh. So, like, I still remember the first time I opened a true crime book and <gasps> saw they had a diagram of how John Gacy buried bodies in the house. Oh, right. And it was one of those moments where I was like, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Like, everything changed it's in my real. brain. It's all real. Yeah. I was, I just remember, I feel like being raised in the 80s, like, kids were fucking disappearing and being found dead, like, <laughs> on the regular. Yes. Like, every song I listened to in the 80s reminds me of, like, whatever dead kid was, like, missing that time. Totally. And actually, my my story is, um, my true, my current story is because of a kid in 1989 Jacob Wetterling there's it was a cold case he just disappeared so this dude like in a mask it's his little brother and him and a friend riding bikes to get a video on a fucking afternoon in 1989 what movie were they getting don't tell mom the babysitter said like probably Uh, right and I probably saw the same one yeah this guy makes them get has a gun and a mask on makes them lay down in a ravine asks them their ages which is fucked up and then has the other two run off into the woods. They le- How bad does this kid feel that he left his brother behind? Oh, his please. brother was never found, but this guy that... Um, oh, they, that's, that's terrible. I know. And they found all the child porn in this guy's house. And they think one of the kids is the kid who disappeared. So they think he fucking... This did it. And my computer's not working. Okay. Um, yeah, they uncovered dozens of VHS tapes of this of fucking child porn. And of this guy like oh. hiding in bushes and like following them on their paper routes and shit like that. No. Yeah. Sorry, but was the kid that had disappeared in the child? They think so, yeah. Oh I know. God. I know. I know. It's as horrible as you know the guy that kind of kicked it all off. Um the well, for me, because I think it was in this the San Francisco Bay Area. Mm-hmm. That guy, John what's his name whose son was taken um this is lame no it's okay. we can edit this out names. anyways but it's uh he's he has oh john walsh yes oh my god yes. so, so tragic he was like kind of the yes first big one the new york one was ethan that little boy that right. we tried to walk to school one day oh. but do you know that john walsh had to listen to tapes 
they would find like find <gasps> evidence and then they would give it to him and if he wanted to he could listen to it like of kids being murdered so that he would know whether or not it was his son throw up right are you fucking kidding yeah me? he had to he listened to a whole tape that wasn't his son of another kid getting tortured and oh my god it's the i mean i feel like it really is the worst child killers and rapists are that's the devil on walking earth yeah i mean that's real it's so insane I can't even, Im I can't imagine. And I do it constantly. And I know that when I have kids, I'm going to be the fucking worst parent. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to have kids, too. They've made us have have to have multiple kids because one of them could get murdered. <laughs> and then you don't have any children. No. When I read it, when I hear like a, a crime thing and I'm like, oh, it's our only child. That sucks. You should have had a backup. Have at least four. Because <laughs> you just you, never know. You need two normals, two alternates. <laughs> Oh, like, love one the best and like protect them the most because like <laughs> although but don't die. show it, do not show right. it because right. there's people everywhere. Then oh. Maybe one of those kids will become a killer. Oh yeah, what if you're you... too crazy about yeah. it, you actually cause it. Sure. Uh, that's fun. so terrible. And that poor yeah, you're right. I also love to think about the aftermath. Like like those two little boys lives are ruined i mean they're Ugh. just that's it yeah that's that's you're done for totally it it reminds me of remember the kid that got kidnapped and then he came back uh i know my name is kevin Something oh like the that. one that wasn't really him no no it was him he came back because the guy that had kidnapped him and kept him as like a sex slave for uh -huh. years got another little boy right remember that and then he was like forget it and he finally because he had of course been brainwashed that like i killed your parents you're... but he lived and he would go online and to his like his website of like find kevin or whatever and be like you guys don't really want to find him probably like put message on the <gasps> message board oh like testing them almost and i think that the guy even like let him out and he'd, like hang out with the neighborhood kids like Yes, he that's right. He was so brainwashed. He was so brainwashed and he thought his, I mean, like he thought his family either was dead or didn't yeah, care. Or, like it was yeah. awful. Ugh. Stainer is the last name. Yeah. Because then Good his job. brother, yeah. his brother became a serial killer. No, he didn't. Yes. What? Corey Stainer is the guy that killed, I mean, I guess that's not serial. They say serial killer is two or more people. Right. But Just like a viral video. Like, how do you know it's viral? <laughs> There's no like number. It's the same with serial killers. It's just like how many cats are there and how many people like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he killed a woman and her daughter and her daughter's friend in Yosemite. That was him. Yes. I remember that story? Those girl. Oh, those poor. Beheaded them I and like. That. And then he made a statement like, "I just need people to know I did not rape them before I killed them." Oh, and it's great. Like, thank you. I wait well, until after. I mean, you know, thank you, but. Yeah. You know what? It almost scares me. This is so silly, but it almost scares me more when they don't rape them because like if you're just like sexually fucked up and you want to get boned and then you kill someone to do that but just to kill them to kill them yeah is also oh my god i'm not saying one is better than the other no 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 we can't choose we've clearly vilified for this podcast <laughs> this you know is, that this is the end of our careers as we know it, it really might be like if we think this is so casual and people are like they were making fun of they called a guy a fucking idiot who didn't put a seatbelt on in a car i didn't mean to call him a fucking idiot <laughs> look wear your seatbelt that's what everyone's been saying every time i've told us that story multiple times yeah. and that's what everyone said but like if he had a seatbelt on and he wasn't driving insane then it would just be tragic and sad exactly but because, also, yeah. Well, just LA car culture, it's hard to forgive. Yeah. You know, yeah. you drive with those people that weave in and out and drive on the shoulder. Well, I've been, and 
That's... I've been I've been driven off the road and a guy came to my window screaming at me. I have That's it right. on video. And the only reason I don't think he broke my window open and murdered me is because I was videotaping him. Yeah. No, it's tough People here. Bananas. It's tough here. So keep us in context. We're just, <laughs> yeah. we're living the life. We're trying. Listen, we both have really bad anxiety. I just want, everyone should know that we're like. I hope that's clear. I hope it's clear that we're <laughs> clinically anxious people. I, on all the meds, it doesn't work. This is me at like a baseline, like medicated, I'm doing okay anxiety. I uh, just don't leave my house almost ever. Right. You have um, two ferocious dogs. I have d- dogs that guard the door and Smart. we just stay indoors. <laughs> All the time. It's a secret. Everything's locked. Windows are locked and closed. I don't know how you live. I shouldn't say this, actually. How I live in that house? On the first floor. It, well. That's my huge, huge fear of mine. It's scary. But those dogs, that's why I got yeah, those dogs. that's true. That's true. I lived for a couple months without those dogs. And every night I would just lay in my bed. Like, I would hear things. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Because also the quieter it is, the worse it is. Yeah. Because then you're just like, then your brain is is telling you you're hearing things and it was nuts and i was finally like just get a look at a yeah, dog yeah good for you thank you yeah i'm a hero i always have a boyfriend <laughs> no that's not why <laughs> also because i don't i had a seizure when i was a kid once and i don't want to sleep alone anymore oh tell me about also, it also i love vince but also it's nice <laughs> to not get murdered also i love vince comes third <laughs> The murder is important, though, because you have to live to be able to love him. But here's the thing. What if he murders me? I mean, you got to think about your husband. Uh, here's what I'm telling you. The book I write will do you proud. Thank you so much. I will be the Anne Rule. I'll be like, guys, I was there the whole time. I knew. I knew you that. would never have known he yeah. wanted to murder her. Yeah. 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 This is the best. Still Waters. You're like, that guy's the best. Which one's Still Waters? Just, I'm saying people that are like, you would have never known that oh, they had murder in, oh, in them. That's the name of the book. Still waters run deep. Yeah. The Vince Averill story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, should we tell, okay, so then we'll tell each other our favorite murders. And then, okay, we, here's what we want. If you guys stop listening during the murder part, because you hate us. Before you do that, listen to this. Um, I We're obsessed with people's, like, hometown murder, kidnapping, fucked up, crazy stories. Yeah. I have always ask people at bars and they stop talking to me because I want to know they're like what was the crazy thing that happened in your town um and I they can't handle that level of conversation it's better you're not talking to them I completely agree get out Uh, and I don't have one really one of those stories because you're from LA I'm from Orange County nothing bad happens there no there's some shit so we want you to email us you can email me at georgiahardstark at gmail your town story but but don't Say like here's the town story and put a link in it. I want we want in your own voice, like, so this fucking thing happened and I was this years old and my mom wouldn't let me and then we used to go to the house and throw rocks at it. Yep. Here's what happened. <laughs> Does that happen? <laughs> totally. Did you do that? Yep. Uh, so you have a well let's we'll, we'll, we can go then talk about polyclass. Yeah. Uh I mean that one Yeah, that one's rough because it's so famous yeah. and the town was so small. That's crazy. Uh, I'm from Petaluma where the little girl Polly class got taken out of her bedroom by a man while she was having a slumber party. Like multiple people were there. Yeah. L- multiple little girls. Why did he do it then? Does, do we know? Nobody knows that there were lots of theories that the dad had like bad debts or was involved no. in drugs, but that's kind of, of course, small town gossip. That's extreme too. It's crazy. And also this guy was a total like Charles Manson in and out of jail all his life. <sighs> so, Keep them in jail. Come I, on. <laughs> That's another it's problem this I have. Simple. It's so simple. Like rapists get three to five years. Stop doing that. I, that's so insane. It's insane. 
you know, we're going to do a lot of good on this one. I feel like we're going to change laws. We're going to be advocates, victims advocates. We're, Mariska Hargitay is going to guest spot on it one time. She's going to... She's gonna deliver our our speech. No, I don't know what I'm saying. She's at, gonna at give the us awards, our medal at, at the our podcast awards. awards. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh Listen, there are lots of uh, rape kits that are backlogged, thousands and thousands. Let's get those rape kits tested. Hey guys, hey guys, let's get those rape kits. Like test- it's kits there's test. like a there's like a loosely closed door. And on the other side of, and it's called a rape kit. And on the other side of that door is the person who did it. And probably other bad things that you might want to know about. Probably. I mean, I don't want to sound this condescending, cops. (laughs) But in the privacy of George's home, I'm not afraid to. Oh, we're just going to be murdered. We're going to be murdered by, and everyone's going to be like, those fucking idiots didn't wear a seatbelt on their podcast and deserved it. They're so stupid. You know what? What a way to go, though. Half a torso up on the Colorado exit sign. Bring it on. It's pretty badass. What if you were driving and saw that? What if you saw that on your way to work? You would go home. Yeah, you would get to go home. You'd get to go home that day. Because I saw the picture... And I, this second I saw the picture for this news story, I was like, this is a prank. There's no way this but they is had real. A, but they had put a, a, someone had climbed up there and put a towel a white, over. Yeah, a, a sheet. How did they, so hopefully there's no pictures before that, are there? Uh, I think there, well, there, the one I saw was from the, across the freeway. It's really far away. So you just see like the basic shape. Oh and God. colors you don't see anything specific at all oh what a bummer i hope he was but, dead before he, well he got i didn't know, realize the part of getting torn in half yeah but like sometimes they say if you get beheaded you're the you're still right. conscious for like seven seconds fun i don't know that i mean that's cool look i'm scared of dying so i love that <laughs> yeah. all of this makes me feel better me too this thing this is the root of it all is that we're terrified of dying yeah yeah what a bummer and dying in a weird way yeah like in a or a sneaky way like the other night there was i i god was i wasn't talking to you on the phone was i there was one night where i was talking to somebody and i was like it's raining and they're like what are you talking about it's not it's not going to rain for years and years and i was like no there's and then there was a sound on the roof of my house (gasps) and it was like tick 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 tick." it's raining murderers and yes because well i'll bring that up later but anyway Oh my god! It's a constant awareness. Oh, I always know how I'm gonna die in any room I'm in, in any situation, in any room I'm in. I'm aware of how everyone in that room, how we're all gonna die, and so I am the one who's on, who's on edge and aware of it at all times. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's not healthy. <laughs> or does it keep you alive? That's true. You know how many weapons I have on my fucking keychain? Two. Like, I have two keychains, two weapons. I'm. What are they? One is pepper spray. Good. And the other was that that cool little cat. Uh, pointy ear cat thing that you you hook your fingers through and you can poke and you stab people in the eye with the cat ears oh nice seen this? it's fucking no. cool it's like the cat ear defense keychain look it up it's get it it's great. okay i will yeah uh i like that i want my roommate used to have pepper i was gonna say peppercorns pepper spray <laughs> on her <laughs> do you want peppercorns with that motherfucker she had peppercorns on her keychain and i drove her car to the burbank airport one time to pick her up and mm-hmm. this was pre 9-11 mm-hmm. so i was walking to the gate to meet her Remember those days? Mm-hmm. And I went through security, <laughs> through the bo- the keychain in the bowl. The the security guy looks at it and he's like, "Ma'am, can you step over here?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And then he calls over like the official cop, Burbank police, and he's like, 
man, this is a weapon. You have this perfect, this, or this is pepper spray. You know, this is illegal or whatever. And I got so angry because my roommate drove me crazy oh. anyway. And she was totally the kind of person that would be like, I have an illegal weapon on my keychain yeah. and not tell you. Because of you. And I'm so I just started yelling at this cop. I was like, it's my roommate's car. I was so <laughs> mad. And he, it freaked him out. Like he kind of started laughing. And then he's like, all right. And he's like, well, we're going to keep it. I'm like, good, keep it. <laughs> you know what I always away. forget that I, I carry around in my purse when I go to an airport is like fucking switchblade comb. Oh, shit. And they're always like, uh, you can't. I'm like, throw it away. Throw it away. I've like thrown away so many of those. <laughs> That's so rockabilly of you to think switchblade combs are well, funny. I think they're funny. And I also love the fact that like, I think the bottom of your purse is so disgusting and like crumbs of shit that like, I don't want an open comb laying out there. So switchblade oh. comb, like... That's smart. Listen, actually. I don't like murderers and I don't like gross stuff. I don't like crumbs. I don't like <laughs> cookie crumbs in my hair. It's the whole range. <laughs> Just everything. Hey, yay. Uh, should we go? Should we do my favorite murder? Yes. You want to go first? Sure. I think this is an obvious one. So like, yeah. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code space 80 there's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back i know it sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone but it also sounds like we just sold some merch that's right and if you're a shopify user like us you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com slash 
slash murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. What do we, okay. My, my favorite <laughs> murder. Is your official voice. I'm really excited. Yeah, you Here know what, go. let's get real. I mean, we're like, we're just going to do every week our favorite murder, like a murder story we love. Yeah. And I had, so I had to start like a good one because it's, and it's new, I'm newly interested in this. My, what? I was just going to say one thing. We know other people love this as much as we do. So if we mess up information, don't be afraid to tell us because I understand, like, when I hear people talking about something, it drives me crazy if I know the real thing because it is my passion. But I also am very inaccurate and messy person so if yeah. I get it wrong and you want to tell us please do and we'll talk about it I appreciate that because I'm so nervous about getting any of this wrong that I'm going to give less information than I like would think I have and also get tell us more information that you know or like cool things that you know about totally it. maybe we'll I think at the end of the episodes we should just like read listener mail of like I think that's a great idea well, how about we have a whole segment that's like correction <laughs> how about we have a, like a, a, a supplement to our podcast of just corrections yeah every week because I I my passion is for the act mm-hmm. and for specific stories within it, but like I'll always get the numbers wrong yeah. or the years wrong. My my passion is for the insanity of it and the fact that this thing stuff happens. Yeah. So tell us when we're wrong. Yeah, just, just jump into just this nicely, though. Yeah, you, you don't we're have fragile. to get on your high horse about yeah. it. Just calm down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now that we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, my favorite murder is that of Jean Benet Ramsey. Oh, a classic. Which I used to think was stupid and boring until I listened to last podcast on the left's two part in depth discussion of it. Yes. And I was like, oh, this is way more fascinating than I remember. Yes. I love that podcast. You turned me on yes, to it. So good. And you turned me on to it because of those episodes, which yeah. I immediately listened to. And those guys are so on it with all of their research. Yeah. Very thorough. Uh, we are not. We're not going to do that. So <laughs> yeah. no. Um, I, everyone knows it. Basically, a six-year-old girl was murdered in her home in Boulder, Colorado in 1996. She was a um, beauty queen, which I think kind of, I think just kind of sullies the whole thing. Because it's really just a little girl. And the beauty pageant stuff has nothing to do with it. Right. Except for you could stop right there and still have a real good horror story. Because Definitely. she's a six-year-old girl. They're right. babies. Children. I, I was telling you that, that I was looking at a picture of her. And then remember that she's six, yeah. like one year older than five, and she looks like she's ten. She does. It's it's dirty. The whole yeah. thing is the creepiest. And she has she looks smarter than she looks a little knowing. Yes, which is fucked up. Yeah, and I feel like the I feel like the beauty pageant thing was a big deal because it it kind of because it was never solved this crime which i don't think is true i think her father killed her which we'll get into oh. but the fact that it's like well maybe a child molester did it because that like i feel like that kind of made it seem that way that because she's this dressed up woman basically as a child then maybe she was she was murdered by a child molester or fan right or something right when really i think she was it just happened to be her father who was that person right like that became the red herring right that really is such a heart you can't ignore a red herring like that yeah because it's the thing itself is so creepy yeah it's like being in a cult being in child pageants right definitely yeah. it's like the satan scare of the 80s when they thought everyone was all these kids were satanists yeah but really god and satan don't exist so that's impossible wait wait what <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, you should have told me that before. That's what I get killed for, is for saying that. <laughs> Not for... There's so many reasons okay, to be killed. This, this is what this podcast is going to be about. What <laughs> are they going to get killed about? Killed list. Um, so then, yeah, so I think that uh, the dad did it. He there's like a lot of weird things about it. The ransom letter is three pages, which is the longest ransom letter in murder history. <laughs> that's the thing that I'm going to get corrected about probably. But it's, it's two pages. It's, it's like, um, and it was written on their on the notepad in the Ramsey house with their pen. So the killer did this and then wrote a three page ransom note, just chilled the fuck out and yeah. wrote a note. Yeah. Like who would do that? Right. And she was already dead in the basement from blunt force trauma she had blunt force trauma to her head which would have killed her but she was then strangled which is what ended up killing her for real um it's just so fucked so up heavy. and the ransom note is incredible also and the fact that there are children playing out in your alley right now so we can hear her screaming i wonder if you can hear that in the background <laughs> I forgot about that. it's the perfect background no it's perfect it's good okay um it just was i was like why am i so uncomfortable right now and i'm like because there's a child screaming somewhere oh it's all, all so the time. wrong um it's so upsetting. go listen to the i know you hate this but listen to the 911 call i uh, can't do it yeah is it patsy it's patsy freaking the fuck out but but the wording in her call and if you like listen to it and listen to the interpretation like she's saying everything wrong she's like not what? like she's not saying my daughter is missing she's saying we have a kidnapping like she's not taking personal responsibility for what's go like for what is happening to her or her daughter. Right. She's kind of making it more generalized. She's setting up a story. It yeah. sounds like. Yeah. And there's all these interpretations people say about like, you know, um, not asking for help. They're saying for the, her daughter, she's like begging for someone to, to deal with it instead right. of asking for help for her daughter. Yeah. And then there's like, people say that, um, one of the ways you know they're lying is because that they said that their son, who was like 10, was asleep upstairs until like after the police had got there. But in the background, with analysis with the 911 call, you can hear his voice. Oh. Yeah. And there's just all these little things. Oh, so it could be like some family event took place. Yeah. And this was like the cleanup version. Well, another weird thing is that there, so they found pineapple during the autopsy in her stomach that she had eaten before she died because it hadn't been digested. And there, and there was a bowl of pineapple with a spoon in it on the table and the son's fingerprints were on the bowl. But the parents said that they put her right to bed when they got home from a Christmas party that night. That's the thing is it happened on Christmas Eve yeah, or Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's why there was no good cops. Right. All the good cops were at home All the having good cops Christmas. weren't living in Boulder, Colorado. Right. <laughs> that's another reason I'm going to get killed right there. Um, yeah. And then, okay, the other weird thing in the ransom note, the okay, so there, these people are billionaires. Yeah. And the killer asked for for the ransom. They, they made it look like a kidnapping, which is why they were with the ransom note. They asked for $118,000 as the ransom, mm -hmm. which like poor people, like that's a lot of money. It's not a lot of money, but... Also, that's a very specific amount, and it's also the amount that he, that John Ramsey had been given as a Christmas bonus that year. Do you think they were trying to set it up to make it look like someone knew that, and there that's why it was such a specific number? Yes, like they were trying to lead people away from themselves. Yes, definitely. Wow. Well, the whole note does that too and then but the other weird thing I think we talked about this is that when they were doing sample handwritings of the mom and dad. Uh, so Patsy Ramsey, who's the mother, was was had to rewrite the note, and instead of writing one hundred eighteen thousand dollars numerically, she wrote out 
118,000. <laughs> like, who the fuck does that? Like, that's so stupid. Obviously, you're trying to to mask something. Unless she loves calligraphy, and that's her thing. Well, they, they basically, a bunch of handwriting analysis said that it's her handwriting. Really? Without a doubt. Really? Yeah. But then I've read other stuff that it's his as well. It, it's... Even then, though, if it's like some kind of in-family murder, whoever wrote the note doesn't mean that's the killer. Exactly. It's just that they're, it's collusion. Exactly. Is that the right way to use collusion? that word? Yeah. Well, well, let us know. Tell us. <laughs> Correct us. I'm going to throw out stuff like that. Yeah, Because it do. feels good in my brain. It felt good. When you and said it, I was like, yeah, she's right. That's collusion, goddammit. And they're like, that's actually a rare alcohol from Fiji. Uh, I'll have the collusion on the rocks, please. <laughs> um, I just love the story because I'm so, I'm equally convinced that it's one of the parents, that it's both of the parents, that it's the son. But I don't think it's anyone outside the family. The, now, what's the deal with the son? So the son was like, I think he was 10 he had hit her with a, a, a golf club in the past in the face, but it was an accident, supposedly. People all over, the, you know, I don't know if you know this, but people on the Internet have theories and talk about them. Oh, yeah. So people's theories are that um, it was him. He hit her over the head with like a golf club or something, which is because she has blunt force trauma from being hit with something. Yeah. So then maybe she was dying and one of the parents killed her to make to, and then set it up to make it look like a kidnapping and a murder so that the son wouldn't get in trouble for it. But, I mean, talk about picking a favorite child. Uh, yeah. That's a little... Who? He never got... He, he didn't get um, spoken to by the police for a month. Mm. And when he did, it was like quick, nothing. Right. But he's so young. I don't know. I remember reading that they, after the first night where every, the cops that had never been cops before showed up <laughs> to not secure the scene, right. then whatever they talked to them about that night, they, the Patsy and John, right, John? John, yeah. They also weren't interviewed for a no. month. They had so much time to rehearse what their story would Definitely. be. And lock it all down. I mean, just the fact that, like, they had searched the house multiple times over and finally were, like, sent John, the father, to go search the house just to give him something to do. And he goes into the secret wine room off the weird basement and happens to find her after eight hours of the cops having had been there. Wow. Grabs her body, takes the tape off of her mouth and brings her upstairs, thus ruining any DNA evidence that you could have used. Yeah. And then, and then Patsy throws herself on the body. She did. Yeah. So the DNA shit is just fucked. I mean, that's all guilty. Is it hindsight? Though, I kind of wonder though, like, I don't know. Would you? Well, hard to say. It is I don't say. think I would throw myself onto the body yeah. of a dead child. No, no. I mean, let's I don't try know. it. Hard to say. <laughs> let's reenact this. Let's let's have a child. Okay. And let's six, have it murdered. Six years from now. I just can't. The idea of like a real quick problem solve. Okay, junior. Messed up again, this guy. Yeah. Boys will be boys. I'm going to strangle her to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so much. It's such a, it's such an oversolve. It's a big from A to B. Plus, wouldn't you want your, your fucking psychopath kid who ruined your like prize, like killed your prize daughter to get in trouble for that? Right. Some people don't. I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah, she. Th- that's where that theory falls apart for me. Yeah, she is clearly the prize pony, right? Which is why maybe he wanted to kill her. Of course, but then so I see them covering. I see them covering like note wise and yeah. bad bad nine one one call wise and all that. Just not killing her, but not the killing. Maybe she. They didn't know she wasn't dead yet, so they put the over her. No, she was breathing. I don't know. I mean, we're not going to solve it tonight. Are we? Oh, I thought that's what this podcast was. I mean, let's not even talk about the underwear she had on, the weird underwear she had on, that they found DNA on it that didn't match the family. It was not the brother's DNA? No. That she was sexually assaulted, but they also said that it looked like it was, it had been, you know, over a period of time. It wasn't even like that night she was sexually assaulted. It was like, this is something that's been happening for, for a long time. I mean. Dad. See, I feel like that's not, the that is a going to be a pretty common denominator when you're talking about these child beauty queens. Yeah, yeah. that some gross dude wants to fuck them. Yes, what they have full makeup on and high heels shoes. Have you watched? I, I watched like one episode. I was probably high, which was a problem. Yeah, that's I get a real bad idea. Freaked <laughs> out. Such a bad idea. And these girl, I was yeah, I was I scream at the TV when I'm high, of course, and I was just yelling about that they look like. They look like Playboy playmates. They are supposed to. And also the thing you said earlier, which is the, you know, I think the reason she was such a champion, Mm -hmm. that knowing look, like she had that weird beyond her years wisdom. Totally. That's super creepy in children. I don't even have that. I mean, look, I have it, but I earned it. (laughs) I mean, and I don't wear a weird tiara and hot pink lipstick. We have it, but we're broken people. We're, yes, we. It suits our faces. Right. We earned it to be like, ooh, the things I've seen <laughs> for years. Look away of anxiety <laughs> and not trusting people. Here's my terrible tattoo. <laughs> this is my evidence. Yeah, yeah that's John Bennett is. You're right. I had that same thing where when it first happened, I was like, this is boring. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Like, we're only seeing this because she's this beautiful little girl, and it's right. that weird. Especially um, if you go online and look at a photo of her, just like, there's like a photo of her opening a Christmas present that year. She's a ch- little girl, and you just forget that. And I think that what's most impa- fascinating to me about it is that it's never going to get solved. Right. The mom, Patsy's dead. Oh, do you know who the dad remarried? Do you know who John Ramsey remarried? Yes, I do. What's her name? Um, The mom The of- girl who disappeared in... Oh, this is not good. This is this is this grandma is someone time. Help us. <laughs> In Cabo, like, what was her how name? Dare Jessica. You? Uh, what's her name? D- Vandersloot is the guy that killed yeah. her. Yeah, John. I'm putting in John Ramsey. <laughs> this is real time, you guys. Guys, this wife. is how computing works. Has anyone seen Steve Jobs? What no, a film! A- <laughs> I'm just killing time oh, while you do that. Thing. Anyways, the guy <laughs> Jordan Vandersloot killed this sweet, innocent blonde. I always want to say Casey. Casey Anthony killed Casey Anthony. <laughs> Are we wrong? Correct Are us. We, where's the wrong part? I don't know. Anyways, they're married now. That's, That's fucked up. Amazing. So it's just two tragedy parents. Yeah. I wonder what they talk about over dinner. Oh, God. Po- you know what? Poidal. There's a lot of wine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> there's wine and pills for and everybody. I mean, why wouldn't you? Uh, but here's a, one thing that I thought was fascinating. So John Mark Carr is that guy right. that fake uh, admitted to killing John Bonet yeah. and got... Uh, expedited back to America because he was in the Philippines and immediately my phone rang because my sister and Adrian are the Mm -hmm. know everything Mm -hmm. and they think he got extradited because he was going to get brought up on child molestation charges in the Philippines 
which is apparently like way, way worse. And the jail there is horrifying. You know, my dad went to high school with a guy who was put in prison in Thailand because he was he says he was making a documentary about drug trade and had some drugs on him and they found it, which is like, come on, dude. That guy has was there for like 20 something years. An absolutely insane person now. Yes. He lost his mind. Yeah. It's a, you don't want to go to prison. You don't want to. You don't want to go to prison there. So they think that's why he did the fake yeah. uh, confession. So he can come back here. But then. I, did we talk about this? What, which, I don't know about this part. Oh, he he is in transition to become a woman now. Right. And he has started a child sex cult called the Immaculates. Oh, where he uses other like younger but not children but like say in the teens to to find him child children to be in this sex cult can everyone chill the like why are you following this guy make your own sex cult (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i just don't get it and also like isn't one of the rules of sex culting like it should be a secret the fact that this is known is like hilarious yeah he's not good at it clearly and I think he's wanted by the FBI, and there he's hard Ugh. to catch because he, he looks a lot like a woman. Like, oh. I think he's transitioning very well. Maybe and through this podcast we'll find him. Yeah, because I didn't know that. Keep your eyes peeled. Let's do that. And I then... bet he's. I bet she's wearing a beret. Then we'll be lauded instead of murdered. <laughs> lauded, murdered. Whatever happens, it's going to be our destiny. <laughs> we have to accept it. Yeah, I'm ready for it. But I mean, I just that kind of thing is so f- infuriating. Because remember when that spiked up and it was like they found the murderer what a dick yeah because now he's just threw another wrench in there another reason it'll never be solved it'll never be solved and we won't know i want to read burke is the son's name i want to read his tell all when the dad dies i bet once the dad dies he'll be like yeah clearly my dad did it yeah and actually john benet and i mean john ramsey and patsy were they were they were set to be indicted for what for like for the child abuse that led to her murder. So I'm not saying specifically like so something like the reason she got hurt is because it was child abuse. Maybe they didn't mean to kill her. I don't know. And the judge or whoever in it, you know, all the corrupt motherfuckers like said no. And so they got bought off. Yeah. Because he was insanely wealthy. It's not so just like wealthy. rich people, but like a house you can get lost in. Yeah. Rich. A house you could murder a child and nobody knows about it. <sighs> rich. That's the American dream. I mean, isn't that what we all want at the end of the day? <laughs> oh, my God. We're terrible Secret people. wine room. Secret wine room. <laughs> okay. So that's my favorite number one first episode. Guys, if you have any updates, seriously, yeah. the second you hear if this thing gets solved, please let us know. I want to know so bad. <laughs> John Ramsey, contact us at uh, not at our homes. Um, not at. <laughs> oh, but he's now he's just living a normal life. I think so. With Vandersloot's. Yeah, victim's mother. How much better of a person is John Walsh than John Ramsey? Oh my! Well, they might be opposites. Well, one might be guilty, and the other might be might have suffered the most anyone (sighs) could suffer in this life. Every time I see John Walsh on TV, I want to hug him. I I feel the same way, and I try to watch him, but it's difficult to watch. I know. I find his like he's so gunning for justice but it's like this is honey the honey honey you can't gun for enough justice how many ambient does he take every night do you think i mean all of them uh, every ambient <laughs> he does so much sleep driving oh that poor guy
If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like, perfectly scrambled eggs. Oh my God. Yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient made in cookware. Made in was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in made in. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. Um, uh, hey, Karen. Yeah? What's your favorite murder? My favorite murder. Can you write a ballad for this? Talk? Can you write like a... Jingle? Totally. I'll do like um, kind of a hang em high like murder ballad about... I, yes. That actually makes me... I really don't like those songs. Those like old... Appalachian country right. songs. I where it's murdered like, a lady in the thing. <laughs> I just had to kill her. It's always just like, well, she done me wrong. I just yeah. had to hang her high. Where it's like, you fuck dick. you. Yeah. Sing about her parents and how bum they are. Sing about someone rising up and shooting you in the back with a shotgun right. as you go to do it. Right. Because you're a jerk. Anyhow, it's not. Mine isn't about that. <laughs> mine is about a serial killer that some call the original Night Stalker and others yeah. call the East Area Rapist. Yeah. So. This is a guy that uh, was a rapist uh, in Sacramento in the mid to late 70s. And I went to college in Sacramento. Oh my God. <clears throat> and uh, it's a it's the strangest place. It's a floodplain and it's the capital of the state. And it's very hot most of the time. It's kind of like Wild West almost, it's, right? Yeah, it feels, there's a real like, uh, it doesn't feel like California at all. Yeah. 
and there's almost no culture whatsoever. Wow. It's like it's a lot of Taco Bell's next to Shell stations mm-hmm. over and over underneath power lines. <laughs> and maybe that was just the experience I was having there because I went to college there and I flunked out of college a year and a half in, failed I've terribly. Um, but a- anytime I would drive around, I'd be like, this place is the worst. Like everything yeah. just seemed scary and awful to me. Sounds like a nightmare. It's And then the surrounding suburbs, uh, like Citrus Heights and these kind of like outlying, and this area where this e- East Area Rapist was going nuts for years, has this very like sinister it's like nice on the outside but something weird's going on everything feeling. is beige yes everything beige that's where I, I grew up in orange county in irvine beige yeah. and actually i think he came to irvine he did yeah. that was second half that's right so he started out as the east area rapist okay. and he wasn't killing people yet he was just raping women he was breaking into houses so he did the thing he did the recon the day before he would go oftentimes people would say we heard something on the roof oh my and we god. didn't even look oh my god that's why I brought that thing up earlier. <laughs> uh, he would also break into the houses and look around, do stuff in the houses while they weren't there. Sometimes he would hide rope under the couch cushions and have stuff ready. <gasps> so they're ready. So he was all ready. Oh, my God. That made me want to throw up. Yeah. Just now. Um, he was sinister. And uh, and then so basically then he would break into their house the night of, turn the light on, the Couple would be sleeping. That's it, what tr- this one troubles me the most about this is that he would do it to couples. Yeah. So he would flash a flashlight in their eyes, tell them to wake up. He'd have a gun on them. He'd have his ski mask, and then he would t- tell the woman to tie up the man. Right. Then he would go to the kitchen and get a stack of dishes and bring it back and stick it on the man's back. <gasps> and then he would say <sighs> to the man, "If I hear these dishes move, I will kill both of you." Then he'd take the woman. Usually. Fuck. I think it was like half and half, but I think most of the time he would take the woman out into the front room mm-hmm. and he would tie her up there and rape her mm-hmm. while the husband could hear in the in the bedroom. Sometimes he would do it there. And then, so in the beginning, he was just raping the woman and leaving both of them. Mm-hmm. And he also, while he was doing it, he would talk in a high-pitched voice to himself. To himself? Which is, just think of it. The just cr- think of, so you're already in this like crazed panic, yeah. right? I mean, this is what I do with all these stories is I just... Even for a second, try to put yourself in there. Picture. Oh, he, I'm there. I'm there. So right you're now. you're bolt. You're jolted out of sleep. Yeah. To this weird, like, what the fuck? And then it's like someone that's talking like this. You know what I mean? Like, there was one thing I just read where he said he was he was repeating to himself, "I'm going to kill them. I'm going to kill them." Like <gasps> chanting it to himself as he was tying fuck them up. Fuck no. So he seems. He, there's also a phone call with him. He left. A victim, a message a week later, and I have not listened to it. Is it I there? Can't. Can you listen? You can listen to it. I think I, I think because whose wife just wrote a really amazing article about that? Michelle McNamara. Yes. It's Patton Oswalt's wife. She is such a fucking badass. She wrote the best article about it, and I'd never heard of it before. Yeah, she has an amazing blog. Um, we will look it up yeah. and tell you. It's it has the word murder in it. But if you put Michelle McNamara in um, the Google search and murder blog also don't kill me for call i didn't mean to call her someone's wife that's not who she is she's more than that she's clearly so much more right that's right yeah but this is how you know her uh but um 
I knew about this serial killer because there's, you know, it's funny when you like when you follow this and then it's like you see one story that's on yeah. forensic files or something and then you see it and you piece it together where it's like yeah. these the later murders were reported first on shows like that, like Whoa. 2020. Yeah. So it was like the murders in Goleta and Ventura and Dana Point. Yeah. Um, and then separately they, they would report on them. the East Area Rapist that was this ridiculous he had 50 over 50 rape victims and 10 murder victims and they never caught him that that's what's okay so here's the thing they never fuck and you know i was they said that maybe he was a construction worker right? right yeah they because he had really intimate knowledge of how these houses and their backyards were set up right um, and they did find a map once that, that was hand-drawn. But when he would get caught or people, what, anytime there was a close call, because he liked to mess around and, like, almost get caught or, like, do really dangerous things. So there would be a neighbor that would, like, flip on a light and be like, hey! And then they would watch him run and vault, like, backyard fences Holy and stuff. Shit. Like, he was in crazy good shape. Yeah. And he was, like, he, I think, fancied himself a cat burglar, but then also clearly just was murdering you know him. yeah um but the 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 so the creepiest thing uh my favorite creepy thing is they there were so many rapes that were happening in sacramento that they had a town meeting uh like a community meeting you know and, he was there right well yeah that's tell me tell me tell me so uh and this somebody somebody took a picture of it for the paper no so they have a group shot no of this town meeting and it's the cops saying this is what's happening this is the mo look out for this if you hear something report it report it look you know all that kind of stuff if you see weird people walking oh because also there was never a car found anywhere near the scene he either walked jogged rode a bike or did something parked far away because and the the couple times there was a guy walking a dog but every time they described the guy as looking white and like fit and normal like it's yeah. that kind of thing um where they it's the person who can fit in totally. and is totally fitting in and being like a weird murder cuttlefish fitting in and then disappearing yeah so but my favorite thing is so they had this town meeting and at one point the cops were just saying this is happening and people are really angry because mm-hmm. it's so many mm-hmm. it's like in the 30s at this point That's insane. and this man stands up and says i don't think you're telling us everything we need to know I don't think this is even possible. How can a man break into another man's home and, and that man has his wife raped right in front of him and yeah. he does nothing? That's impossible. Two weeks later, that man no. and his wife. No. Yes, that well, his wife was raped by the East Area Rapist two weeks later. No. So they know for a fact he was there. Because there, was, so there's a photo and is like everyone identified in it except for one. No, guy? because it's like such a large group photo. It's uh, like a, the photographer was standing on the stage in like a yeah. you know a, a high school auditorium oh look. God. So there's just it's it's really awesome because a, a lot of times on specials they'll just take that time to scan that photo. Yeah. And every face in the photo looks guilty. Every yeah, face yeah. is the scariest thing you've yeah. ever seen. That's it's crazy. So crazy. Yeah. I, there's like a there's like a sketch of him. And I'm like, whose dad is that? Because that guy was young in the 70s, right? Yeah. So yeah. he's probably someone's fucking dad now. Yeah. Or or, or like even s- grandpa. Grandpa, some mom's boyfriend. 
horrifying. horrifying. And the thing that he, like his serious problem with couples. Yeah. And like needing to degrade the man and rape the woman. There's like, there's so much there. Because that makes it so much harder. The crime's so much harder. So he's clearly specifically doing it for a reason. Yeah. And he's doing it so much. Like he just did it and kept on doing it. It was yeah. just a thing that was happening in Sacramento for years. Yeah. And then he, so it was like 76 is when he started the summer of 76. And then I think that ha- it went on for two years in Sacramento. Then he went to the East Bay mm-hmm. and then somewhere, I think he went down further Visalia because they think that's where he started. They called him the Visalia ransacker oh my god which is like um it's weird that they're both central. called the night stalker though i know they because it was pre Richard i think Ramirez. it's yeah, yeah it was but um it was like he, that's really what he was doing yeah because he would go and scope it out right, beforehand right but he just wasn't famous and he basically kind of disappeared then when those other the those same mo murders rapes and murders were happening down here that's yeah. when they finally put it together. And there was finally like, they say that that case in the seventies is why they started developing the DNA uh, database wow. in California oh, because they, can... they were going so crazy about not being able to find him. So they could all link them together. Yeah. I think it happened. It happened in Irvine in like the early eighties. I think when I lived there when I was a baby. Oh, yeah. And he's still around. To, he could potentially is he still, still murdering. Be around. Is he still killing? Or do we just not that anybody knows? Not in that way. Not like he, you know, he would tie people up with very special knots. Yeah. But Michelle um, McNamara wrote these amazing articles. If you want to know more about it, like she's gone into it in such a detail. It was it was in L.A. Magazine. Yeah. She had an article in L.A. Magazine and she has a ton of stuff on her website. Um, I just want to know. I just want to know the answer. I think that the like for all these things. And it's funny that we're both talking about murders that are unsolved. Yeah. Because I, we, I just want to know, I want the problem solved. Like yes. I want the, what's the, what's the answer to the riddle? And you want it like, you want there to be a better policing system. Right. Where this doesn't happen so often. Yeah. It's so easy to point to like, well, what did they do wrong? And it's so easy to point to it and you hope that that doesn't happen anymore, but. Right. Because this was back in the 70s where yeah. they intentionally withheld information right. if they were like crossing counties. And right. it was all that weird pol- police politics that I think they, you know, they know better now and they yeah. don't do anymore. But uh, God is like the yeah. dark ages. It's just such a bummer, too, when like the answer is a doesn't make any sense. Like the Green River Killer. The answer is kind of boring. Yes. It's the guy who was. And it's like, God, that guy? Like, he wanted to be someone. Like, Ted Bundy was satisfying because it's like, he's this diabolical, handsome, intelligent man. It's like, okay, that's a worthy adversary. Yes. But when it's like some fucking, like, church guy who works in the church <laughs> office and, like, is married and is just like, really doesn't like prostitutes. Like, what a bummer. But, well, I think what's fascinating about the Green River Killer is his mom was really inappropriate with him. Oh. Sometimes I like it when you can trace a little yeah. bit. Like, they, of course, we're all just trying to cobble together the why. Yeah. But, like, his is kind of fascinating. Am I thinking of the BTK killer that was the church parking lot guy? Uh, I mean, the church. He worked in a church. Uh, BTK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did a lot of stuff. He, yeah. And the only reason he got caught is because he basically was like, come and get me. Totally. But... I mean, yeah, who know? I mean, the thing with being a policeman is it's not your only case. It's yeah. not the only thing happening. Yeah. So if it'd be like if it was happening in a vacuum and you could just only focus on that one thing. But 
other terrible sure things happen they. all day, Especially every day. When, you li- when you're in a town that's like, you know, when you're in Chicago or when you're in fucking Detroit, like it's it's common. You, you have 20 minutes to put to put into it. If you could quit your life right now and become a, cr- a true crime detective with all the funding you wanted and yes. all the research stuff, would you do it? Yes. Me too. Absolutely. I think that. Th- yeah. I think the. Yeah. I want to be a detective. <laughs> uh, here's my problem. I don't. I feel as strongly as I love these kinds of fascinating, holy shit, what, mm-hmm. the, what are these monsters? Th- murders like gang murder mm-hmm. or mafia shit or uh, a husband killed his wife because she was cheating on him. Yeah. I, I want nothing to do Me with either. it. It's so boring. It's so boring, but it's, it's so like the hitty, the failure of humanity, yeah. the weakness of humanity. And there's the no greed. why. It's obvious why. Yeah. yeah. There's no like, there's no blip. It's that you were raised in a shitty neighborhood and here's what everyone does then. Or like, this is what desperation. people do. Yeah, yeah, desperation. Or like, you're a man with normal man things and this is how you, you have an anger problem. It's yes. not like, not a blip. It's not basically seven, which is like, oh, yeah. if I could watch that movie for the first Me time. Me too. Right? It's such a good movie. It's a beautiful movie. It really is. Um that's fun <laughs> are, we are we the worst people quick question uh, and answer this in an email <laughs> like you have 250 words double spaced are we monsters double spaced you know thing? what if you have to say more you can tighten up those spaces if you yeah. need if you need sure to. sure sure and if you just want 140 characters you can do that <laughs> whatever too. you need just tweet at us it's about you so this is the part of our podcast where we want to hear your stories you tell us what you what horrible things you love. <laughs> um, and we want to yeah, we want to hear about your like crazy fucked up crime story from your town or that you encountered or that happened to you and we want to hear in your own words. Right? Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> Email them to Georgia Hardstark. If you spell that wrong, it's your own damn fault. <laughs> um, at Gmail. And then we'll also record other people that we're friends with um, telling their stories too. Because everybody has a story. About some fucked up thing that happened in their town. Totally. That they're kind of obsessed with. And it if it's not even, it doesn't have to be murder, murder. No, 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 no. Anything. Just be a creepy, what's creepy? Yeah. A fucked up story. Yeah. That you can't tell certain people at parties. Yeah, because certain people will walk away with like a weird white face and right. rolling their eyes at you. This is a safe space for you. Yeah. Dustin, we're going to st- have our inaugural story be our awesome podcast producer, the creator and runner of feral audio who's just such a fucking gem dustin martian here dustin okay um (laughs) my murder story is uh when i was 16 like i was like really juvenile delinquent i was like in a charter school and stuff and i was um selling lsd and just getting into trouble like constantly and I was also this I was downloading like tons of this is like in the height of Napster and all that stuff so I was just (laughs) downloading tons of stuff and they were randomly like arresting people for like downloading stuff so (laughs) I came home from school one day and I was walking up to my house and my dad's house is on the corner like the absolute corner of an intersection and I walk up and there's like a dozen SWAT guys, full riot gear, guns, and they're like 
up against the garage, like heading around the corner. And I'm like, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Uh, I have acid in my pocket. My, I have a bunch <laughs> of acid in my room. I'm like, fucked. I'm fucked. Uh, and so I just walk up and it is like the color drained from my face. And I go inside and they're like, my dad's making them coffee. And they're like, cops, they're like looking at me. And I'm like, uh, like this goth kid. And they're gonna be, so I went downstairs and like hid my acid like crazy. And then it turns out two doors down, their neighbor was holding his wife and his kids hostage with a shotgun um, and for whatever reason and then ended up after like hours and hours and hours of it like shooting the wife and himself in front of the kids. And that was like two doors down like our neighbor that you'd see fucking in his yard. I didn't know them personally but you'd see them like their kids and them in the yard. What city was this? Uh, It's a suburb of Madison called Stoughton, Wisconsin. Wow. And you were like, fuck it, acid's nothing yeah. now. Acid and Napster. That's when he threw away all of his drugs. Yeah. And, started and he turned to the Lord. A new. Fuck, that's heavy. That's cr- two doors down. I think I once let a child molester into my house when I was a kid. What? Let's talk about that another time. <laughs> That's such a good cliffhanger. No. Oh, uh, just so everyone knows, Michelle McNamara's website is called TrueCrimeDiary.com. It's awesome. She's been following this stuff for years. She's a passionate uh, devotee who's a, also a great writer. Maybe we can have a story from her one day. Yeah, that'd be well because that's how she started. There was a girl got murdered in her town that, that was like at her school, and she yeah that she's she I read all about us. how she got into it and it's oh, it's that same thing. That is so fucking cool. Yeah. Um. Thanks for listening, everyone. Guys, this was the first one. You guys, our very first favorite murder. But not the last. No. Uh, we're Karen Kilgariff, Georgia Hardstark. You can probably find us on the internet. Yeah. And keep listening and go to feralaudio.com and listen to all their other cool podcasts. And uh, yay. And yay for us. Yay. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye.